0: Welcome to Ghetto Blaster Magazine's Best Song Ever Podcast. My name is Brian LeBan, and alongside me, as always, is my dear, dear cousin, Luke LeBan. How are you doing today, Luke?
1: Welcome to the Sleepy Boys Podcast. Oh, this so is true. the show where two sleepy boys try to mm-hmm. uh, stay awake for a <laughs> full hour while they listen to music and talk about it.
0: Yes, we are both very sleepy. Yes. We're also both drinking beer, which is maybe... A horrible decision.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, I find it uh, wakes me up. No, it does not, definitely. No, it
0: just makes me care less that I'm sleepy, you know?
1: Yeah, it just makes me nice and loopy, just where I like to be.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I think the the state of the world just has me drained of my life force like it's just been chaotic yeah like
1: some interesting stuff going extra
0: on extra chaotic um did you see the this anonymous op-ed in the new york times
1: yes well yeah. i saw you and many other people posting it oh no no um, no
0: there was a second one oh
1: there's a second one yeah
0: yeah and i have it load star uh, part two yeah i wanted to read part of it for you um This is titled, I Am Part of the Resistance Inside the Best Song Ever Podcast. Oh, shit. Written anonymously by one of the hosts of the Best Song Ever Podcast. All right. Hmm. Uh, As it says right here, I am a host of the Best Song Ever Podcast, but like-minded colleagues and I have vowed to thwart parts of Luke's agenda. The dilemma, which Luke does not fully grasp, is that many of the hosts on his own podcast are working diligently from within to frustrate his worst inclinations to not finish his notes on time before the start (laughs) of the show. I would know I am one of them. The root of the problem is Luke's amorality. Anyone who works with him knows he is not moored to any discernible first principles that guide his decision making. He has no lodestar. Don't get me wrong, there are bright spots that the near-ceaseless negative reviews of the podcast fail to capture. Effective co-hosting, historic stamps of approval, and an extremely robust sign-off phrase, but these successes have come despite, not because of Luke's preparation style, which is impetuous, adversarial, petty, and ineffective. Hmm. It's scathing. I wonder who wrote that.
1: Yeah. I... We need to get to the bottom of this.
0: Yeah. We, I, um, we should do that later.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think we need to gather all of our extensive best song ever staff together. Yeah. And try and narrow down. Because that's. Yeah. I mean, I liked the part about my robust sign off phrase.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is pretty robust. But yeah, I know. We, we'll have to. Uh, hey, everyone in the room, we'll, we'll gather around after recording. Yeah, we'll get and, to it later. All right. But, yeah. You know, they accuse me of not having a
1: Lodestar, but. I would argue that you're my lodestar, Brian. I'm Me? just trying to follow your example. Well, and that's what my whole life has been about.
0: <laughs> well, that's depressing.
1: Yeah, maybe that's maybe, maybe it's really your fault, uh, <laughs> and they should uh, you, yeah do a find and replace of Luke and put your name mm. in there instead.
0: Mm. That's a good. That's a good point.
1: Obviously, it is a uh, pretty politically charged week mm. um, with this these op-eds and uh the hearings going on and i had some uh interesting political moments over the weekend uh Mm. so i uh was at a wedding for my girlfriend's friend and uh got sat down for the rehearsal dinner down at the end of the table with the bride's grandpa and Uh um No, I was, like, good. I was, like, in a good place, and I was just, like, I could tell, you know, he's an old dude. I know we probably think way differently, but I'm trying to be just, like, super nice and civil. And then out the gate, he's just, like... Oh, you want to probably want to repeal ice, huh? <laughs> I'm just like, whoa, dude. Like, we just sat down. Can we Did you be...
0: say repeal ice? Yeah. Or Not something abolish. Like that.
1: <laughs> no, I think he said repeal ice. And then starts going on a rant. My response, he was talking over, didn't even hear it. And um, yeah, so he's going on about. And then he's just like, well, I don't think we should do anything to help any non-americans i'm like jesus christ just like there's like two minutes of then sitting down and um i'm like you know keeping it civil but debating like kyle my girlfriend's like kicking me under the table and he's all like i don't think my taxes should go to like helping immigrants and all this Mm -hmm. stuff and then i was like okay well how about then we trade, and because uh, I, I don't want my taxes going to certain things that you probably want them to, like military, and, and I didn't say this because they're like hardcore oh, military yeah. family, yeah. all in the air force and stuff. But uh, but so we came to a nice nice like middle ground agreement. But I was like, geez. But also, I I'm like, when you're that old, like I understand just not giving a fuck. But it's like. can can we just be cool
0: right rule number one like don't start a conversation off with asking if the person wants to abolish ice yeah that that should just be a general rule no matter how old you are he
1: also just apropos of nothing says you're probably an atheist right (laughs) because i said (laughs) something about biblical names Uh, and for some reason that led on that i was an atheist and i'm like well i i don't know maybe agnostic (laughs) but probably more agnostic yeah. yeah um uh, but also when we were in the UP, we go in this winery and this woman's fucking, we, we were going to this bear ranch. I think you saw this oh, yeah. picture I sent with the bear cub. Yeah. And um, she was all like, oh, give PETA the middle finger when you go over there. I was just like, oh my God. people are just like pushing their shit on me. Mm. I'm just trying to be cool. Although PETA's got a point. I got sad. We were about to leave, Mm. and I hear this, like, wail from one of the adult bears, and there's a wire that shocks them around their Mm. fence, which it's like, I guess, whatever, that's a thing that people do, but it was, like, a terrible sound (laughs) to hear, and so I was like, I want to form a bear coup and let all these bears out, but then they would eat me, so...
0: Yeah, they probably would. Bears are pretty dangerous. I don't think you want to stay around them too long. I also don't know if they have the mental capacity to understand that you helped uh like, you know, revolutionize right. their their species. Maybe uh, I just start
1: a bear revolution and then I'm the leader of it and they just accept me
0: as a bear. That would be cool. Yeah. You got a lot of hair on your face. I do. I could I could be a bear. For yeah. sure. Um, should we get started? Yeah, we We play songs on this show, right? Is that what we're here for? I think we play uh, music or something. So, the way I think
1: it's going to go is, like, we got three songs each in secret, mm-hmm. and I think we're going to, like, debut them for each other, mm-hmm. and then, like, if you play a song I love, I'm going to mm-hmm. give my stamp of approval, I'm going to say Lordy Lordy Barry Gordy, if I play one you really love, you're going to say your stamp of approval, which is...
0: Papa Likey, yeah, that's what I'll say.
1: Yeah, and we're just going to have a grand old time, mm, so... Absolutely. I'll get us started here. Um, I'm bringing the funk today.
0: Ooh, okay. The,
1: whether or not I'm gonna bring the noise, that still remains to be seen. By
0: funk, you mean the smell radiating from your side of the the table. Oh right? no, I
1: should have specified dufunk.
0: Oh, duh da- like okay, As yeah, in like funky da-funk. music. Yeah, yeah yeah. Play um, play that funky music, white boy. That indeed, kind of th- okay. And that's
1: what I shall do. So my first song, I have been dying to play you for weeks. I, I feel bad for you that you've been deprived of this for mm. these couple of weeks because with the holiday and our lives yeah. being crazy, we've been pushing stuff back and uh, been off our schedule a little bit, but um, I'm glad I finally get to play this for you. This song comes from a band called Half Alive. You ever heard of them? I don't they're, think so. They're pretty new. And... Um, I just uh, I know we both feel half alive, you know, with our sleepiness. <laughs> oh, tell me about it. And um they this band I just stumbled upon this video on YouTube and uh, it was really cool. and the song is great and they're a fairly new band. They just released their debut EP last year and it's called three and there were three songs on it and like it's okay. like they like catchy indie pop songs, but this new song still feel, is on a whole other level, it's funky, it's groovy, it has an awesome vocal performance by uh, Josh Taylor, the front man, and as I mentioned, it has an awesome video. I thought it may have been like one of those, the guy who did the Boney Vare and Francis and the Lights, he did those two Francis and the Lights videos, because they're, Mm, it's kind of like in a studio that's, you know, kind of minimal, but then these, like, sort of elaborate dance moves, and They have some pretty elaborate choreography that the band does in this video, and it's awesome And like in these long takes, and Josh actually directed the video as well. Uh, Josh had this to say about the song. Through the lyrics of the song, we explore the theme of hope inside hopelessness and finding purpose and passion despite feeling unrooted. So, clearly something we can relate to in these times. Feeling half alive, but as you'll hear in the song, still feels alive and find that way to uh, find hope inside hopelessness so let's get into it here's half alive with still feel
2: Trying to recognize myself When I feel I've been replaced When I'm worthless from myself Feeling closer to the stars oh, I'm so invaded in by the dark this Trying to recognize myself i don't...
0: Yeah, that bass line was groovy, baby, yeah. Um, I'm not going to do the (laughs) awesome. Please don't. I'm like, we (laughs) did that last week. (laughs) Yeah, but you know, you got to say it's groovy, baby, yeah. Uh, You know, it kind of reminded me a little bit of like a Robin Thicke or like Mark (laughs) Ronson or something song, which made me not like love it, love it, but there were aspects that I I did uh, enjoy. I think it was the chorus mainly that threw me off when it got, like, it did, like, a breakdown in, and got, I don't see, know, and that's, way too pop. I, like, it's it's
1: interesting. Know. No, it is very poppy. And, see, it makes me think of, like, AWOL Nation or, like, mm, uh, Big Black Delta. Like, sort of... I'm unfamiliar with both of them. You'd know an AWOL Nation song if you're... They all have those sort of big, sort of dubstep-adjacent choruses. Yeah. Um, I just think it works really well here, and... Um, that bass line in the sort of like bridge reminds me of, uh, Michael Jackson thriller for some mm-hmm. reason. And, um, I just, that whole, I mean, I like the, the whole, just the backing vocals, how they're sort of echoing like outer space in the end of his lines. And, um, then the harmonies throughout are fantastic, but that whole like last minute, I'd say from that bridge up to where he belts the last, I still feel alive, just that whole ending is so well executed with the horns coming in and he's just going so high and the bass is just so groovy and yeah it's it's fantastic
0: yeah the the horns at the end were awesome I I thought those were really great it did make me wonder like why is this song called half alive it it should be called fully torqued because that had like <laughs> such high, fully torqued. so <laughs> such high energy it was a good way to start the uh, the show off to get us you know grooving yeah. and moving and shaking and bacon get us feeling
1: alive you know for sure feel alive um but i love when he talks about the uh the dark creeping in i've been invaded by the dark and uh that's that sort of theme of you know being lost in hopelessness and being pulled from it and then he says i am not a slave can't be contained so pick me from the dark and pull me from the grave because i still feel alive um yeah it's uh it's a powerful message and it's delivered in a really fun funky package and it is indeed groovy baby yeah so that was half alive with still feel and that is out now
0: all right well i'm gonna move along to something that is quite different stylistically however uh thematically ties in pretty nicely with uh with the song you just played this comes from A Los Angeles-based composer, multi-instrumentalist singer-songwriter who I absolutely love.
1: Why didn't you marry him?
0: Uh, I'm already married. Uh, Polygamy is not... Well, it's not legal unless you're a Mormon. It's the
1: way I do it.
0: (laughs) I didn't know that. (laughs) Um, Julia Holter is her name. Yes. I'm a huge fan of Julia Holter. I saw she
1: had something new coming out and I was going to check it out. I haven't gotten around to it yet. Yeah,
0: it the song just came out today so like this yeah. is brand spanking new put this one in your spank bank luke Okay, um, I, i'll be sure to do that this is her first album of new material since her breakthrough album in 2015 with which was have you in my wilderness and that album is absolutely incredible love it so much
1: if i'm not confusing her with someone else i believe that there was sort of like an old timey like musical feel to that, very like orchestrated and uh, it is sort of theatrical. It is theatrical. Yeah. I
0: I don't know. Yeah, I think there there's an aspect to it. I think that yeah. like calling it old timey is a little uh, kind of when I say old timey, I
1: mean like this 70s. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well. Yeah. And she she has a very like avant garde pop yeah. style going on and just. A lot of crazy instrumentals and uh, really great harmonies. She's an incredible poetic songwriter. And um, I, I just am so excited for this new album. It's the most expansive album she has to date. I listened to the first like half of it today. And it was just after I had said to you, I'm having a hard time attaching to new music like literally i got this email after i sent this. that yeah. and it it was blowing me away i was at work i was almost crying like it, it's it, it's fantastic and it has a little baby going to cry <laughs> i almost <laughs> did, did but i held it in like Feel a real feelings. man no. no i held it in like no. a real man luke i
1: got to cry on the reg i believe that firmly
0: yeah that's I, I should probably do that um but the the album name is aviary and it comes from birds yes the short story by uh, a Lebanese poet named Atel Adnan and the um, the quote from this short story is like the best descriptor of life in our current moment right now. I found myself in an aviary full of shrieking birds like just that imagery of just mm-hmm. so much noise around you flooding your all of your senses just a cacophony going on and on cacophony cacophony you know with the birds <laughs> shrieking in your ear yeah um that's that's what life is now and um julia holter really attached to that imagery and has made uh what she calls this lush cacophony of a teeming mind in a melting world which is also mm. an awesome descriptor
1: what does teeming mean again
0: teaming is like bubbling or like you know just kind of creative wanting to expand like Mm. very active mind um and just the world is melting around you and that can feel very very hopeless and um the song we're gonna listen to is kind of uh one of the more hopeful songs on the album and it takes that idea of when this cacophony is going on around you how do you behave what do you do what do you look for and um you'll you'll hear in this song which is also in the title that the uh, the refrain is i shall love and that's sometimes all you can do so i feel like all of my songs today have some sort of life lesson that i'm gleaming from them and i think you should too and and the listener should as well. So Are you gleaming or are you gleaming? Gleaning. I'm absolutely <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gleaming from just, them. Hey, that, <laughs> works. <laughs> that works. That works. <laughs> you know? Um, but this song obviously is I shall love. You know? The the world is just full of negativity and I am going to try myself to inject love into it. To love in the face of all this hate and crazy shit that's going on and try to make the world a better place for those around me so um that's the lesson from this song
1: put a little love in your butt (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if i'll keep that in it just uh (laughs) it was just came to me (laughs) it
0: was beautiful so let's take a listen to julia holter with i shall love too that
3: is all that is all
4: There is nothing else. Is all, that is all, there's nothing else. Who cares what people say? Who cares what people say?
1: That was a really interesting feel to that song uh yeah feels very it was like kind of like it was felt kind of minimal and spacious like you're saying more expansive but then there was a lot going on there was some interesting like sampling in the beginning there with like that sort of cartoonish sounding voice there's that uh sound like a stand-up bass coming in at one point and Then I really enjoyed that whole I shall love builds. And uh, yeah, it still had that sort of what I'm talking about, the old Mm -hmm. timey musical feel. I feel like in the beginning I was getting that. um, It makes me think of like An American in Paris or those like old like musicals that like inspired La La Land, you know, it has that sort of feel. But then at times it had like a like Nico, like a 70s, like rock and folk feel too. But then sort of in its own modern, uh, way too, you know, the way she's, uh, produced it and put it all together. So yeah, really cool. I enjoyed it. Not exactly what I would expect, but, uh, her signature style is still there for sure.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, it makes, you know, I've, I heard this and was expecting the, publicist to maybe just send the song but then they sent the whole album. So just, but just based off of this song alone I was like wow this is going to be yeah. f- incredible and it's just the 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 album that it comes from is is all over the place in a really great way. It's crazy and expansive and all over the place. So many builds like this of just so m- many disparate elements going on at the same time and it has this cacophonous um, feel throughout the entire, right. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And she has a whole live band, uh, playing, uh, you know, percussion, bass, violin, viola, some synth and bagpipes at at points, violin, trumpet. Um, so it's a nice mix of some electronic synth and, you know, different, um, Producer elements to it, but at the same time with the live instrumentation um, I, I always love a good mix like that and uh, I also really love that she, uh, her synth work is inspired by Blade Runner, uh, the movie uh, Music, which mm. is super cool So That was Julia Holter with I Shall Love Too from Avery which is out October 26th on Domino
1: I shall love too. I'm gonna to make that vow right now. Yeah, but it is like talking about that, where it's like like I was saying with the uh, the grandpa, the old uh, racist grandpa coming at me so hard because I'm putting out energy of positivity and love, and then he's like, I don't think we should do anything for immigrants. Like, chill, <laughs> right. dude. Um, yeah, but that's what I feel like it is important to just put your your love and your positivity out there um as they say in preacher you got to be one of the good guys because there's way too many of the bad not to genderize it i mean good people but yeah thank you all right well I liked how she combined a lot of styles and that is what my next group does too, but they are very different. Uh, this comes from a female fronted group of global dance music deconstructionists. Whoa. This is the band underground system. You ever heard of them? No, sir. They are, uh, their debut album comes out today. This band is made up of members from different places, cultures, with different life experiences. And as I mentioned, they combine a lot of different styles, including Afrobeat, New Wave, dance music, and contemporary classical performance. And they're fairly new. like They don't have a full album out yet, but they've already got like a reputation for having a pretty phenomenal stage show. And um, their debut album is called What Are You? And uh, their guitarist, Peter Watson, said this about it. It's named after one of our songs on the album, and it's a personal thing that relates to the formation of the music as well as us as people. We bring a lot of different influences to our music. What Are You is also a question often asked to Domenica, who is the lead singer, Domenica Fassati. And uh, because of her seemingly ambiguous ethnicity... After all, she's a trilingual of African American, Italian descent, born in the States and raised in Venezuela and Miami, Florida. People don't always know how to deal
0: with what they cannot identify. And mm, you know That's, that's true. true. Yeah. Like like Grandpa abolish Ice Grandpa.
1: Yeah. And everyone's just trying to put a label on everything all the time and uh so if someone doesn't fit in the labels, you know, it's like, what are you? And I like how they relate it to musically because they don't fit into any box really. But then also just in personal identity, you know, it's not easily defined and people can be dicks about things they can't easily define. Mm. Um, and we're going to listen to this first single from the album called go and this song, just it's so great it has so much to offer and i don't want to spoil it i want you to discover it on your own so let's do what the song's title demands and go here's underground system with go
0: Ooh, luke's so horny today oh yeah and papa likey yeah that song was great uh you got the horns going for sure Mm -hmm. and the bass and the bass that had great bass line it reminded me and i was wondering before when you were describing this i'm like this sounds like the description of a bibio sound machine which i love so much and it totally i mean it's it's different but Absolutely, in that realm, mm-hmm. they you know they had kind of a African chant going on a little bit in the in the bridge of that song here, and, and the Buffalo, yeah, and um, also just uh, the the mix of kind of like New Wave and. Um, uh, Kind of all over the world music it, right. it's super fun i like it a lot i'm very very interested in this
1: i did think the same thing and that's why i just felt like this was right up your alley and oh, would for sure get a pop absolutely. likey yeah i feel like the that same sort of like the afro beat combined with the new wave is uh also like what kind of inspires tune yards and it kind of reminds mm, me of what okay. she's tried on like mm-hmm. nicky knack is um specifically and on the new one as well But there's just so much to love in that song. Obviously, we talked about the funky bass, the amazing percussion, Mm -hmm. the different chants going on, and this ripping guitar, Peter Shreds in that one. And uh, I love how deceptive that opening drumbeat is. It's just kind Mm -hmm. of like, I feel like it's just like the basic rhythm of the song, and then Like, okay, yeah, it's a pretty like chill drum, like basic, not that much going on, and then it just takes off. And as the title says, it goes, and I feel like just doesn't stop. And yeah, there's that sort of jazzy on the Buffalo sort of uh bridge that's interesting as well. A lot of really cool styles going on, a lot to offer. Uh, Domenica, who's the singer, says. The writing process for this album was really rewarding for me because it illuminated the vulnerability of writing lyrics from a deep personal space pushing me out of my comfort zone because you know that can be a difficult thing to do is to be so vulnerable and uh, personal with your music and uh, this just feels kind of like a banger didn't pick up on that many lyrics maybe there's a whole other layer we're not even picking up on but could be man it fucking moves and grooves and i'm really excited to hear this album so that was underground system with go from what are you out today
0: on soul clap records that made my soul clap for sure oh absolutely it made my soul clap back yeah all right so i'm gonna move on it's funny how life works (laughs) you know (laughs) Oh, Um, man. So, you played that song, which is crazy. (laughs) And then I'm going to play this song, which is nuts. It's
1: almost as if that's the format of the show. (laughs) Right.
0: But we talked about Abibio Sound Machine, and I wasn't even planning on bringing them up. But they are label mates with the band that I'm going to play next. They're both on Merge Records. A fun little transition. And uh, this song is absolutely nothing like what you just played or Abibio Sound Machine other than good old merge records one of the best in the biz oh yeah we talked last episode about the crutch fields we're gonna talk I was about hoping this is what yeah. you would gonna say oh yeah we're gonna talk about uh, another crutch field and uh the band swearing
1: i just listened to a song from them today and it fucking slayed Dude, so i hope that's yes. the one you're playing
0: uh they so spoiler alert they all slay this is really really good uh, so it, it is better than i was anticipating this being uh and um so let, let's back up a little bit we're getting a little you know we're putting the cart ahead of the horse here right uh Swearin is a band that is fronted by allison crutchfield who uh her sister katie crutchfield makes music a lot as waxahatchie played her last episode and uh, allison crutchfield has also been in i believe p.s elliot uh back In the day before Swearin' and then Swearin' and then has done uh, solo material under Alison Crutchfield. All of it is really, really great. These sisters know what they're doing in the studio. Swearin' released two full-length albums of this like poppy, DIY, punk sort of music back in 2012 and uh, 2013. And then Alison Crutchfield and bandmate slash romantic partner kyle gilbride broke up and thus Swearin kind of broke up as well they tried to move things along but it was a little awkward after years that awkwardness faded and the three core members were together um after you know some time it was a night that they were drunk together just talking and they're like we should start the band up again and they had this whole conversation about like um what the expectations were how they could commit to it if they had time and like what desires they had for the band to actually make it happen. And they decided they wanted to make a new album. They wanted to tour together again. And they, they began writing songs again and thus came this full length album, which is coming out and is super awesome. And they uh, call this the adult swearing album it's kind of grown up a bit as they have grown up. The
1: adult swears like your fucks your shits and <laughs> <This> <laughs> as is, opposed to your asses and your dams, that little yeah. kid swearing shit. No, no, no.
0: This is your fucks your shits. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. This is your fucks your shits swearing. <laughs> and uh, besides your fucks and your shits, this is also an adult swearing album because it kind of chronicles how life changes as you get older and how mm-hmm. that's okay. And yeah. Um, a lot of the songs uh, Allison Crutchfield is singing, but this latest one is Kyle Gilbride. And this song is fucking awesome. I really, really like it. I've liked the other songs as well, but this one just stood out to me. And it's weird. It's got like, uh, it's lyrically weird. It's like kind of surrealistic. Kyle describes the song as uh, visions of an unseen place in time learning lessons of disenchantment from a new and hostile world, finding a way back, friendship and independence reveal marks on the trail. So that's kind of the vibe he's going for here. It's a weird vibe. And the, the lyrics are also surreal and strange. So without further ado, let's get into swearing with future hell. I'll
1: slap a stamp, of Lordy, Lordy, Berry, Gordy on that. You know, I wasn't sure. I was digging the song, but I wasn't sure I was going to give one until that ending part where mm-hmm. they teased that <laughs> ripping guitar yes. with a little like feedback in the right channel yeah. of my headphones, and then it comes in and rips. But that was cool. It was quite different than the song I heard of them, which sure. was... More just high energy, fast paced. With uh, I believe uh, Allison was singing on that one. Yep. Kyle's voice was very interesting, somewhere in between yes. like uh, Frank Black from the Pixies and Tom DeLonge from Blink One Eighty Two. Oh, like a yeah, that's balance. A, that's a bold. good balance.
0: I was going to mention the Pixies, or uh, because yeah. this sounds like this pretty much sounds like a Pixies song uh, a bit. But um, brighter, I feel like, um, because the Pixies, yeah. yeah,
1: I don't think they go quite that bright
0: good it, it's such a great rock and song it's it is a weird it, it, I don't know like his his voice is weird I didn't pick up on the Delong until you said that and absolutely I love it that's <laughs> well, a great combination
1: it was one word he said that yeah. had that sort of twang but it, not. it has a delong twang <laughs> absolutely not Some Delong stuff is pretty uh pretty painful hey, <laughs> I, I love Tom Delong
0: man yeah. Delong uh, I'll all night to long talking about how great he is when
1: you were talking about them breaking up and uh i was gonna say well, they could uh be like blink 182 and stay together for the kids but stay together for the band really
0: mm, or um, they could have brought like blink One Eighty Two brought matt skiba into the mix which they just did on their most recent album
1: sure <laughs> I'm surprised at your reaction to my My (laughs) Comic Romance playing last week that you know more
0: about Blink-182 than me. Here's the thing. I'm older than you. Blink-182 was like the band um you know of the world when i was when i was <laughs> the in high school the world. um and then my chemical romance was probably yeah that more, was a little after your time yeah it was probably more when i was like trying to shed myself of that music which i've since right. embraced again and i feel like i don't know would i like them who knows
1: um yeah but uh blink 182 has sort of had a resurgence i feel like when i was in middle school too um, cause they were pretty hot when I was, uh, out there, you know, in the streets. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm <laughs> you know? trying to figure it out. I'm trying um, to figure out what the fuck you're talking about. But can I tell you, speaking of when I was in middle school, can I tell you the story that the name swearing makes me think of? Absolutely. It's when, uh, as listeners of the show will know that Brian and I both went to a Christian school. Um, and I it was when my youth pastor had a swearing intervention for me um (laughs) it was some event and like yeah you know how you would like there was like the building where the high school was and then the church and we were like walking back from the the gym in the high school building one night from some church event and like everyone else went up ahead and he like pulled me behind and was like luke how long have you been swearing (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> how was, old were you i was like 12 oh my gosh and i was like uh a couple months maybe <laughs> like right. i don't really remember that much else <laughs> about the conversation but that Only will always stick with months. me the way you said how long have you been swearing <laughs> like oh it was literally like
0: an intervention <laughs> it was hilarious oh. jeez oh silliness yeah
1: so that's what swearing made me think of i love it to
0: share that i love it so much um
1: and still swearing to this day (laughs) the intervention did not work as you can tell from your fucks and shits from earlier Yeah,
0: yeah yeah for sure and um you know this this reminds me um your story about this youth pastor trying to teach you a life lesson you know i've talked about, in my first song, each song I play is going to have this life lesson. So yeah, like so what, what's the life lesson? So this one comes from um, a different Kyle Gilbride song on the album. But I was mm-hmm. when I was going through my notes, I, this lyric from this album really stuck out to me. And he uh, he says in, in a different song, By pure dumb luck I've gotten where I'm going. Which I absolutely love and I, I, I identify with so much. I am such like a screw up that it's pretty incredible that I'm like at a comfortable place (laughs) in my life. And I need to remember that. Like I need to have the humility to remember it's pure dumb luck that I am at the spot in my life that I am. And I think you out there as well, just, just have some of that humility in your life.
1: Yeah. Don't, don't act like it's all something
0: you did, you know? I mean, unless you pulled yourself up by your bootstraps then yeah. you can be cool but Only I didn't. I did no, not
1: no but that's the thing is I feel like yes you can you make choices and you do have some control but there's a lot of it that is just kind of luck of the draw so mm-hmm. don't act like you don't act like it was all from you come on come on guy come on you're, you're out of here get did you get him out I think he's a out of order. He's the one who wrote the letter, so could we throw him out? This whole court's out order, you're gone, buddy. That was our uh that was our intern Nurbert. Uh he's
0: I forgot about Nurbert. He's a
1: real creep around the office yeah, as Yeah, I bet is. that was him who wrote
0: that thing. So that was Swearin with Future Hell from Fall into the Sun, which is out October fifth on Merge Records.
1: I've brought the funk, I've brought the noise, and uh you know who we have to thank for it.
0: Jesus Christ, no, oh,
1: in fact, it's Xenia Rubinos, oh mm-hmm. um she it's funny because this song is really what sort of sent me on this funky path that m- had me discovering underground system, and I was playing you uh Mekliet, um who I heard of her because uh Zenia Rubinos remixed one of her songs, mm-hmm. and as you said, I've been Horny. I've been really loving this sort of like funky uh, with some horns uh, sound, but incorporating some like jazz and different styles. And uh, I have Zenya to thank for it. And why I was even uh, listening to her remix was because I heard this song from her. And actually, this is a slipping through our cracks because this song came out last year and I missed it. Whoa. Um, that is
0: like way yeah, up in the 2017.
1: Cracks. It's It's very far. But I just heard it on Spotify Discover Weekly, which I forgot not all of those songs are new. Mm. And so I just heard it, loved it, reached out for it, and then they gave it to me. So I was like, well, you got to play it. And then I found out it was 2017. I was like, whatever. Um, this is not just Xenia, but uh, two other amazing female artists, Olga Bell and Samus, the rapper. Have you heard Samus before? yeah, um, yeah. And uh, they they do an amazing job on this song. And this song, I mentioned Toon Yards earlier. Uh, this was done for Meryl Garbus of Toon Yards Claw um, Project, which it, uh, stands for The Collaborative Legions of Artful Women, spelled with an X. Nice. And um, so they did this song uh, when she invited them to create something for Claw. And uh, this song is amazing. And three different talents coming together and uh, speaking about some important uh, issues. And I want you to just hear it before we discuss. So why don't we just get into it? Here's Zenia Rubinos, Samus, and Olga Bell with Levitating.
5: Privilege. Recognize and don't deny how much your life is different. Are you down? Like the force of gravity? Or really, would you rather be gone? Don't be mad at me, listen. When they give their testimonies and assist them. When they ask for your cojones cause you diss them. Whenever you remain in silence, felt the violence on their lives. Or you call their protests riots, well-meaning liberals. Left-leaning folks, if we criticize you, then we're being bitter hoax. Sweet on the outside, salty in the middle, walk around the block like a McGriddle. So, will you go the distance, or will you vanish in a cloud of smoke like incense, while brown folks risk things, and they rage against this machine built on green? And no, you won't be missed if you ain't really down.
0: Papa like that song—that's for sure. Better, yeah. Otherwise, you're not
1: down. To be <laughs> frankly, it was frankly
0: great. honest. Really, really liked it. Yeah. Um. Again, awesome bass in that song as well. Uh, the like, sp- sparkling synth going on yeah. was great too. Beautiful. Rapping, all the vocal performances were fantastic. Um. You know, and I—I I was listening to the the end part where they're just in a room and like chatting and laughing and it's great but it also made me sad um Mm -hmm. and mainly because i've been glued to the youtube screen uh watching the kavanaugh uh brett kavanaugh supreme court nominee uh hearing confirmation hearing and uh all these women protesting their lives you know, like protest, protesting mm-hmm. for their lives, and just feeling like their way of life is going away. Some of them have been dressed in *Handmaid's Tale* costumes, and um, it just, it, it just made me think of like the, the before scenes in *Handmaid's Tale*, where um, the characters are together, living normal lives, having fun, and then just shit hits the fan and everything goes down and everything goes down and i just hope we're not at some juncture in our history like that where you know i don't know it's hard it's hard not to think about things in this context when um things are being attacked so right. openly uh so something that sounded so fun and happy made me sad thus is my life i uh, i attach to those kind of things a little too much sometimes
1: Yeah, and she says something about when they give their testimonies and assist them. Um, Just with the hearings and testimonies made me think of that. Um, You know, people being complicit in um, terrible things. Um, And kind of uh, what the old saying about indifference is basically just as bad as doing the crime yourself. I did Mm -hmm. a terrible paraphrase, but you get what I'm saying. Uh, Samus said that this song is she said this is a song in which i shared what intersectionality means to me if you say you are down are you down for me for other brown folks for queer folks for trans folks for poor folks fat folks disabled folks are you down baby and um so and i was i'm the idea of intersectionality and intersectional feminism was somewhat new to me recently mm-hmm. and um i just like her describing it this way and making it broader and being like it's it's not just it you have to be down for everyone you know and right. um she has that line in her verse samus where she says so will you go the distance or will you vanish in a cloud of smoke like incense while brown folks risk things mm-hmm. and um basically the time for uh, ambivalence is is over you got to be down or n- not and um I, I like to think I'm down. The, this is really the least I can do is playing the the song from these three fantastic ladies on here. But what you're saying is obviously um, this was written a year ago, and maybe they right. didn't even envision how bad things would have gotten to, to this point, but...
0: Yeah, I mean they were they were talking about the dreamers and how they were being treated poorly and I mean that was right. before all of the family separation stuff that happened uh, well, at but, the border just recently. And that's the thing in
1: Zenia's verse that she does in Spanish and English and then she says uh cousins, aunties, uncles, sisters, brothers, fathers, mothers torn apart by these United States. Yeah. Um
0: well, I mean, yeah, and to be fair though, We've had a long, long history of tearing families apart. Um, You know, Obama was called the deporter in chief, which was pretty true. Yeah. It deported more people than any other president. So that's kind of across party lines. But the, yeah, that the family separation thing was a whole nother, uh, a whole other level of evil.
1: And that's, it's kind of like you're saying, it is kind of a bummer that looking back just last year, that some of this stuff hits even harder right. and yeah. um is even more severe than it was back then but the fight's not over um it's not yep still out there fighting we got these ladies out there fighting so um it, uh, it, w- we can still carry on the war's not over yet all right So that was Xenia Rubino, Samus, and Olga Bell with Levitating. And that has been out for a year
0: (laughs) on Jabba Jabba Music. All right. Well, I'm going to take us out on one of my favorite rappers. Bring us
1: up, Brian. Bring us up. All right. I'll try. We we bummed each other out there. (laughs) We did.
0: I got really (laughs) bummed. And uh, I don't know that this song will totally unbum us but it'll it'll do pretty good the thing to be excited about is that ishmael butler famous for diggable planets and shabazz palaces has a another project going on and there is a full length album coming out
1: he also shares a last name with that youth leader who had a swear invention for
0: look at all these connections they're great uh this is knife knights like knights like uh Knife knights uh, of the round table. Um have you heard this at all?
1: Oh, not knife knights like knights that are filled with knives. No, knights oh, okay. like I of see. the round
0: table, as Think I said. Nice. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> took a second for it to register, yes. <laughs> um I have not heard any of this.
0: So this is the um side project that he has been working on for about a decade with this uh collaborator from seattle he's an engineer producer songwriter film composer named eric blood and they uh they met each other at a spiritualized uh concert which is a band a great yeah. british band who actually has an album yeah, coming say, out they just have a new one and um they they met each other they've been collaborating for a long time and he's been pretty focused on Shabazz Palaces which started around the same time but they finally had time to get together and record songs together with this they're hoping to weave together this world of soul and shoegaze hip hop and lush noise bass and bedlam as the press release mm. says And I feel like that's a great descriptor of what we're about to hear. And let's just let this music heal us a little bit. Right? Yeah. All right. Let's listen to Knife Knights with seven wheel motion.
3: A potion deeper in the ocean I got my mind set on three types of coasting One, two, the wheel, two, press on the gas, yeah, sinking ghost. Yeah. I'm a fan of making drugs, that's my anthem Smooth landings, freezing tandems cashing grand sums. Life is random, I roll the dice and bet on me. Plus some handling, my mind is precise and set on G. Diamond glances, danger romantic, throw from Atlantis. Socially extravagance, stylish and elegant, lavish intelligence. Foot on throttle, with this cap or bottle. It's that muscle model, yeah, I got styles a lot too. She said it's me and Nacho, that's why I had to drop you. I know that you're hot, dude. You should just really stop, dude. You probably caught a class. I'm licking it like some shots with two Stop 2, pop food, top two I'm up you, I ain't riding in stars, blowing blue Smoke out the cars, we living it large With the guitars.
1: That was sort of a cacophony as well. Yeah. Um, lots of cool sounds going in there. Kind of chaotic, but uh, and I liked that sort of. It felt like a guitar solo or something. I think it may have been like a synth. Oh, it is a guitar? Yep. Yeah. It's just it's heavily affected in some way. Um, yeah, it was cool. Chaotic. I really like how the uh, album art looks like could be for some like 70s progressive rock band or something. it looks like a yellow or some cover
0: um yeah and it's it's got a definite shabazz palaces feel to it yeah with with the beat um i I feel like that's a a beat he's really comfortable with that kind of feels like it's falling apart yet it's not at the same time which that song felt uh very loose and dirty but also pretty heavily structured I, I love I love that that feel and he wraps around it so well, um, and it, it is just an interesting. W raps or, or R raps? R I raps. Guess I guess say both. He does. Yeah, wraps
1: himself around it. Yeah, yeah
0: for sure. Um, but yeah, I, I just I love everything uh, Ishmael Butler is doing these days and in olden days as well. Oh yeah. Um and yeah, the song super cool makes me excited to hear uh, the rest of this album. And, you know, I feel like we need some sort of really positive message to gleam from this song. <laughs> and it is! Alright, so. <laughs> you got one? Yeah, I do. Um, so the the message to, to take from this is, uh, at one point he says, Life is random. I roll the dice and bet on me. I think that's a great a great sentiment to have about life. Be confident, you know? Like, try to put yourself out there. If there's something you want, go for it. But at the same time, understand, life's completely random, and you just gotta roll the dice and hope for the best. Is that hopeful?
1: <laughs> Amen. No, that's perfect. Absolutely. It right. goes back to what we were talking about before, you know? Uh, kind of by luck, but... Do do your part as well,
0: right. trust trust the foundation that you've built. Um, trust in the goodness in yourself, and hopefully uh, life will see a way to uh, to get you where you want to go. Yeah,
1: you nailed it, Brody.
0: Thanks, man.
1: brody, let's let's just end it there. Sure, good note to go out on.
0: So, that was Knife Nights with Seven Wheel Motion from One Time Mirage, which is out September 14th on Sub Pop Records. A nice jalapeno popper to
1: end the show with. A nice little Sub Popper and a shabazer. Mm. Um, I love Shabazz as just like a profanity. <laughs>
0: Shabazz! Mm. It's just a good, good exclamation. Good exclamation. old swearing. How long have you been swearing?
1: I'm, I've been swearing so long. I'm coming up with, I'm taking band names and turning them into swear words. You I, do need a swear I'm in control. I think we need to, uh, get my old youth pastor yeah. here. You maybe should give him a call. Butler. <laughs> Don't. You're gonna dox him? No. You can't be doing that. <laughs>
0: You could just beep out beep out his beep out, beep out his we know first it's butler name. Beep, so yeah right. we just need to,
1: Okay so you'll All be right. hearing a beep there <laughs> listeners uh we're not going to dox <laughs> butler <laughs> <laughs> Butler sucked <laughs> more like <laughs> butler. <laughs> no no lurge oh, just, so just butt. The butt he's a butt and uh still swearing swearing since 2002, 1 maybe, I don't know. <laughs> I probably was swearing before that. Um still swearing after all these years. Still swearing after all these years. All right. Well, what an episode it's been. Uh we appreciate you listening and uh as always head over to get a magazine.com and check out all the great stuff over there. And you can find us on your tweets and various accoutrements on the social media at best song ever pod. Uh,
0: Luke, I hate to interrupt. Yeah, I really do. I'm re- I was like, but in the zone here, man, I have to deep throat myself. Um, I, I wrote that New York times op-ed <sighs> about being the insider and in the best song ever podcast because I just want you to do your notes on time before the show so we can start and yeah and i feel really bad because we kicked nerbert out and he's such a good guy that he's out there probably crying like i am
1: he's out there in the rain and the snow he's got nowhere to stay and it's really hot and i i like physically harmed him during the break i just went and beat the shit out of him i know
0: i know i know that's why it's been eating at me and I'm just like, I need to deep throat myself. I need to deep throat myself.
1: You could have just told me that you want me to get my notes done on time. Why couldn't you just be honest with me? I'm
0: bad at conflict. But, you know, I decided yeah, I just need to roll the dice and bet on me.
1: Well, guess what? What? You fired. All right. <laughs> so we'd like to uh, thank our friends in the van Congress for letting us use their song pond fight as our theme for ghetto blaster magazine i'm luke Leven, it's telling you check your perspective
0: and i'm brian Leven, reminding you don't let the bastards grind you down
1: this is best song ever swearing since 2001